going on, Cam? Hello, Evan. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. Uh, mm-hmm. This is... I almost feel like I had the day off because I only <laughs> worked normal human hours today. Yeah. And I'm home at 5.30. And nice. that feels good. <laughs> yeah. So we're here, and and we're doing Left on Red, which is... I like Left on Red, so... Yeah. You know, I, nice. it's funny. I think you and I generally have totally opposite... Uh, schedules once it gets to like late November through December. Mm-hmm. Like I usually have a bunch of PTO that I didn't use during the year. Yeah. So I just take off like days like every week, usually for like the last month and a half or so. Which is awesome. I love of that. the year. Yeah. Like I just, uh, I only work two days this week. I'm only working three next week and then three the week after that. And then mm-hmm. uh, just like shorter days um, for the rest of the year. But yeah, I won't have like a 40 hour week again until like the second week of January. Yeah, and then I'm like, as a as a <laughs> bartending pig dog, I'm like yep. balls to the wall for yeah, January. So like, yeah, it's totally opposite. I I also probably won't have a forty hour work week for a while, but <laughs> but on the other side, not in like the cool way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's good. I'm I'm flush, ladies. If you're out there, like I'm 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 good. Like I got you. We can go out for a nice meal in February. Yeah. <laughs> it's made yep. dating so lame because like so many women will like see that i'm a bartender so like ah no like i can't I, I need to date someone that i can see sometimes yeah <laughs> like, no, i mean as as the other side yeah i've definitely been like you know talking to girls or whatever and they're just like yeah they work like those offset schedules so it's like well this won't work then so yeah <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Norm, you normies, just you know, yeah. you just because you've conformed to society's <laughs> definition of, of 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 a work schedule. Yeah, you know, making the rest of us suffer. Anyway, um, so yeah, we're you, here. Yeah, you you nighttime pigs can all date each other. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's kind of run its course. <laughs> you know, here we are. I'm 32, and I think yeah. all of my female coworkers have seen enough of my relationship life after several years of working with them that they're like no like i'm good we're gonna yeah. not love you man but i'm not mm-mm, not dating not gonna you, subject myself completely fair because yeah. as i think we've discussed i'm i mean currently in a great spot but you know i'm i'm on a biannual crisis yeah. schedule so yeah you, yeah you have like a like an like a, a true crisis of self like every other year yeah so this year is good i mean we're good but um, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you've you wore yourself out earlier in the year, so you. Time's limited. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, we're bound to we're bound to <laughs> come up against some sort of uh, yeah. mental or emotional obstacle before too long. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an so event anyway. firing in like Crusader Kings or something yeah. like that. After right, it's so like you're years. right. It's like how like you know every five years, like like clockwork, you're gonna yeah. get invaded by Vikings. Yeah, that's sort of what it is with me, but like with like you know crippling depression yeah. and like, yeah, you've a, got, like substance abuse. Time to happen for depression. And, you yeah, know, you know, generally speaking, it happens every two years. <laughs> so far, yeah. hey, but here's anyway. to breaking the cycle. <laughs> yeah. 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 New year, new cam, right? Absolutely. There. Sometimes, literally, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, why don't we... This would be a really good... You know what I think? I think this would be a really good spot for like our theme music. Okay, cool. So I think we should drop that in here, and, and then we'll do the show left on red. Yeah, all right, great. Cool.
All right, everybody, welcome back from the theme music. Yeah, I hope you like it. It's <laughs> yeah. it's one of our favorites. It's the same one that's <laughs> that, that we've had for about seventy yeah. episodes. I've been thinking we should see if we can get um our 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 friend Ian from Interesting Times Gang. We should see if we can get him to like remix it. You know, yeah. At some point, because you know how a lot of shows do that, they'll have the same theme, and I don't want to change our theme, yeah. but they'll kind of like remix it and then there'll be little clips of the show so there could be little clips of like me being like and then you being like you remember about ancient rome and then somebody else will be like oh genghis khan and like you know what i mean it'll be like that yeah (laughs) you know what i'm trying to say though you know what i'm getting at right have there have there been any genghis khan uh no uh, because i actually have i have dibs on him and yeah i know you know that hasn't happened yet You've had dibs on him for like years before we even started. The yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. That's so. You know what's <laughs> funny? It's funny that he's. It's funny that that there hasn't been a Genghis Khan episode yet. I think I'm just yeah. nervous because that's one that like that's gonna be that's gonna become a problem for me. Yeah. Well, like it'll probably if, if I, be like multiple episodes. Oh, it'll be series like several. It'll be at least three. Yeah. Um. Because it won't just end with him. Like I'll go through like the successor states and his sons and grandsons and whatever. Um. So yeah. The Mongol episodes will be substantial. Yeah. And so that's probably an after the holidays kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But exciting. It's a, It'll be really fun because it's like my favorite shit ever. Yeah. Yeah, Genghis Khan's cool. I, uh, yeah, I have a pro-Genghis Khan opinion. So. Yeah, absolutely. Most most modern historians lean in that direction, despite the fact that like, he was atrocious. Like, he, no. he, was, he was, like, horrific. But... Yeah. Uh, a lot of good happened as a result of, you know, the things that he did. And so there's, like, a definitely a very revisionist, like, positive spin. Um, well, on, no, I was just saying I like the atrocities. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he was he had a very FSU attitude. Um, yeah, yeah, seriously. And, like, really didn't give a shit. I was thinking the other day. Yeah. Okay, can I outline a scenario for you? Okay, sure. Okay, this will be quick, but I, I it just popped into my head, and I thought about this the other day. I was like, oh, I want to talk about this on the show. So, yeah. Imagine you live in, like, some, like, Central Asian, like, great city. You live in Samarkand or something, right? Okay. And your whole life, you're, like, a little boy. And your Mm -hmm. whole life, everyone's always been so impressed because you've always been taller than everyone, right? Mm -hmm. You've always been, you've always been tall. And so when you were young, people, your parents were so proud. And they're like, oh, look at our son. He's this beautiful physical specimen and you were Sounds strong more and you likely grew- to have been your childhood than mine but right so that's why i'm saying if you can imagine i can't imagine but i'm like if you can kind of transport yourself to a world of fantasy where i know where what I was, it's like where to i'm be. taller than uh where i'm a very tall child yeah right okay. i know what that's like and it and yeah. it is great so um you're being fawned upon and whatever everybody's commenting on it and and you're strong and so you get into whatever kind of weird turkish step wrestling is popular where you live and everybody's proud of you and then one day you start hearing these these rumors from the from the east of this you know rampaging horde of 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 evil demons that are coming and ravaging and then sure enough they arrive right and it's and it's the mongols and you know, through prolonged siege and conflict, they eventually, you know, defeat the the defending army of your ruler, and they conquer the city. Yep. And in the ensuing, you know, chaos, you manage to survive, and you're like, wow, you know, I'm I'm really lucky. You know, here I am, this little twelve year old boy or whatever, and 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 my whole life's been so good, and then this tragedy happened, but I made it, I survived, and so you know what, like maybe I can survive anything, and then it comes through the edict. 
yeah, everyone, every boy taller than, you know, an elbow, fucking dead. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> fuck! And, you're, and your whole life, the thing that everybody's been so proud of, you being this great, tall little boy, um, all your friends are fine because they're, they're late bloomers and they don't have to get beheaded. But you, you look like you're 16 and oh, yeah. uh and chingus don't chingus don't like no men so he fucking yeah. lops your head off and there it is and you realize you know maybe it was short king summer that summer too yeah um i just thought that was an interesting thought because it's like one great example of that's a thing that he did he would yeah. sometimes go to a city and he would have every you you pick a height and every boy taller than that height sorry pal like yeah meanwhile don't want anybody... i would be personally selected to be chingus's uh page no, you were personally like selected to to fucking die. No, no. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because in this scenario, I'm, yeah. I'm the tall one. No, I'm talking about in real life. Oh, you would, you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, you would. Maybe not even that, but you would just be fine because he figured yeah. that you would grow up and forget, and you wouldn't have like vengeance at the forefront of your mind. But anybody uh-huh. old enough to remember, you know, the conquest of the city would hate Mongols, and they yeah. don't want that. They want everybody to be down with the sickness. <laughs> so. They, Nice. Hey, did you hear that um, David Draymond has come out in opposition to anti-Semitism? Who's that? That's the singer for Disturbed. Okay, I was about to say. Oh, so he's he's uh, he's an, uh, he's anti-anti-Semitic. Yeah, he's Jewish. So yeah. I hope he's anyway. Yeah. That's just that he's. I saw some article on Instagram that was like, "Rockers come forward to oppose anti-Semitism," <laughs> which great. And then it was just a picture of him with his little. You know, he's got those yeah. piercings. Yeah, yeah. And he was doing this really tough guy face, and I was like, "Yeah, that'll show him." Yeah, 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 disturbed. He's not down with that sickness. <laughs> and let's yeah. agree that anti-Semitism is a sickness. sickness. It's a fucking and disease. we're not down with it. And that actually Ooh, segues... Wha- uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no, oh, oh. No, 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 no. I'm getting this nigga in the morning. He gon' take even chief and just too long away. He see me in the evening. Wanna catch all he's feeling. Well, let me be the first to get my eye Sitting and counting, smoking the split. This shit's a gift. All my niggas' watches is rough. Grabbing our crotches, yelling, What up? The jeans cost 500. Fuck. Stop it, keep baking. See the smell, it's a statement. One freeze of this shit, you won't feel your legs, kid. I'm a gangster corporate hustler. My voice is illustrious. Hounded by vicious dawns. Nigga, we armed. Trust me, bro. They yell a chef killer. Play with the cooks. I say, Yay, with two chains on. We common, let's push. Burn another bush. Then burn another. We brothers. Love us enough. Not the Mark Zuckerbergs of the block Hug or not, staying rich We was built for the guap Park the green six deuce on the deuce Just props, rock a kilt, mean Glock I'm on machinery, I cling to me Now see how the scenery rock Yo, I ain't getting this nigga in the morning He gonna take even chief and just too long away He see me in the evening Wanna catch up so there's another, there is a famous yeah. anti-Semite yeah. that I think you wanted to Yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk about Kanye West's A little uh, bish-bosh about, a little back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about his uh, <laughs> his incredible uh, week, and really like last few weeks or so. Man. I mean, like watching this happen. So honestly, much. the last like year and a half to two years of Kanye West has been fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. 
I mean, dude, so, so, so first of all, you know, he gets let back on Twitter that lasted for all of, what, two months, not even really, like a month and a half. Yeah, I didn't even realize he was off Twitter, but I'm, like, outside <laughs> the Twitter sphere. Yeah, yeah, Elon let him back on. And, um, and then... You know, Kanye, he announces a presidential run, and apparently it comes, you know, it comes out that he has fallen under the, uh, <laughs> like, under the auspices, or, or, like, he fell under the, the spell of Nick Fuentes. Like, yep. Nick Fuentes become his, became his Grima worm tongue. Right, and, just whispering, like, cancerous evil into his ear. Yeah, which, and so for, you know, I'm sure some of our listeners who aren't as, like, poisoned as we are about, like, online personalities and discourse they don't know who nick fuentes is nick fuentes runs like an online talk show called america first yeah he sucks which, so bad oh i mean he's straight up a not like you know yeah so like a lot of like like far-right people they'll dog whistle and they'll, they'll make like you know overtures to like the very far-right and like nazism but like, like, like they, tucker carlson's a good example like, yeah he's on mainstream tv so like he's not gonna go out and see kyle on fucking tv yeah but, but like talk about white genocide and stuff like that yeah yeah, and so like a lot of these people, they know to like at least hide behind you know one layer of uh, uh, plausible deniability or something. Sure. You know, yeah, like, not just, even decency, just like yeah. Oh well, I'm not overtly and obviously yeah. provably a Nazi. Yeah, um, but like Nick Fuentes just straight up is like, yeah, no, he is a Nazi, and he's like quite proudly a uh, a Nazi. Um, you know, he uh, is quite fond of throwing around n bombs and like has done it. Yeah, on air on his show, and then yeah, like, he's so gross. I didn't mean to actually use the word, uh, <clears throat> but like, you know, he he's just like a, a like a a really gross bastard, <laughs> and like like he like picks his nose on air. He like you know he's just. But to be fair, so do I. You guys just can't see it. <laughs> I do all sorts of fucking weird fidgety shit over yeah, here. Yeah, you definitely do weird fiz- fidgety shit. <laughs> the the little neck roll thing that you like well to that's do. my neck is stiff and i have to sit <laughs> it's another tall guy thing i have to sit oh. all hunched down you're probably rising you're probably you probably look like lemmy from motorhead with your fucking yeah. mic because you're so short you have to lean up to it all not right. me i have to hunch it's, down I'm like so i'm not sure i have uh, to hunch down like <laughs> Gollum. <laughs> yeah that sounds like that sounds that's some short guy shit i'm yeah, average okay i'm average <laughs> you know how i know that because i because never mind <laughs> i feel like i know what you're about to say uh, yeah, of course anyway yeah um anyway so uh so well, oh yeah so nick fuentes you know in america first for anybody who hasn't seen it it's like the lowest budget it's like fucking like cable access oh like, dude our, our show is better than that show yeah or just like and the i just make this shit, shit we make this shit at home yeah yeah it's just like it's like cable access quality like online talk show and it's just like the most like wretched shit you've ever heard in your life that he spews and um he has become kanye's cream of worm tongue just like following around and whispering nazi shit into his ear and you know uh, apparently milo yiannopoulos although I, I just saw today will sommer reported that milo and kanye have parted ways so milo was in the was in the yay sphere for he was in the about, mix yeah for all of Which is like, like you know what? Weeks. Here's the thing. When was the last time you fucking heard about Milo Yiannopoulos? Well, he did this whole ex-gay thing for a while. Yeah. Uh, including posting. Are you talking about? I'm of, sorry. You're talking about the X Games? No, X Gay. Oh, I thought you. Okay, I thought you no, meant the okay. extreme sports event that uh, no. sweeps the nation twice a year. No. no so My- Milo is like famously like a uh, uh, like uh, a gay alt right guy. Uh, he used to write for um, Breitbart, and he. Uh, I mean, he is like very gay and got into like a lot of trouble once for saying that like I think he said that he had um 
like had sex with a priest when he was like 13 or 14 yeah and he was like yeah i'm not a victim <laughs> like he was like yeah, i he, wanted he was that in shit. shit yeah yeah <laughs> and it was and so that kind of got him uh canceled even by other people on the far right you know being like pro pedophilia mm-hmm. <laughs> generally not a good position to take yeah i think but, he uh, was he was he was making sort of like a uh like a pederasty argument like yeah yeah like he was like i was the aggressor and it's like okay pal like that's i mean it's really sad that that happened to you but also like what a way to internalize your trauma yeah yeah uh yeah he was saying that i think uh he said something along the lines of i didn't feel like a victim when his dick was down my throat or something like that Mm. (laughs) but um anyway which must have been a real turnoff for the priest hey (laughs) (laughs) hey Um, hey ooh. ooh. Uh, but anyway, um, and then uh, after he was canceled, I know he worked for a bit on Marjorie. He was like a staffer for Marjorie Taylor Greene. And he also like tried to do like this comeback uh, saying that he was ex-gay, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. included in saying that his husband, uh, while they hadn't gotten divorced and they were still living together, they he had just downgraded his husband to a housemate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then he also was like posting, like Milo was like very uh, kind of like flamboyant and the way that he dresses and all stuff like you like he'll bleach dye his hair and he's got like all this like jewelry on and he like dresses like very, um, he just like gets dressed up. He's flashy. Then, yeah, he he, yeah. he likes he likes fashion and and yeah. and accessories and. During his ex-gay phase, he was like wearing like overalls and like trucker hats, yeah, and like like, like posting pictures and videos of him like dressing like a redneck, like I guess to try to sell it even more. Yeah, um, I'm trying to see pictures of him right now. Like, yeah, okay, this is him now. Yeah, he looks like his old self again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I I think it was Tim Pool took a picture on a plane where it was him, Milo, Kanye, and uh, Nick. Nick Fuentes, and mm-hmm. yeah, so, and that was, I didn't even realize that fucking Milo was uh, in the, was on Kanye's campaign until that moment. Wow. Yeah. But uh, also, like, so yeah, Tim Pool, who's another, like, rancid piece of shit, uh, who's, like, bald, he's bald, and in order to try to hide it, he just wears a beanie literally 100% of the time. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Tim Pool. I don't even know who Tim Pool is. Who's Tim Pool? He has like a he's like a right wing influencer. He's got like his own like podcast and like there's like YouTube videos and stuff. And yeah, he literally always wears a oh, beanie. Yeah. yeah, beanie because non-stop. he went yeah he because he went bald like as a young man, and instead of just like owning it, he just wears a beanie no matter where he is, no matter what he's doing. He's got a beanie on. Which yeah, I'm seeing is very him funny. like in like interviews and stuff. He's got like a button down shirt and then just like a shitty little beanie. Yeah, it's he's like Joe Dirt. <laughs> like where like the uh the wig is sewn onto his head it's like he just has that beanie yeah. like yeah his head pop- fused together over the yeah. wig that's what it was in joe yeah, dirt yeah. yeah also uh brief moment of like joe dirt appreciation that movie fucking rules i don't yes. care what anybody says that movie's hysterically funny i've seen that movie so many times <laughs> yeah it's uh, i haven't seen it in so long but when i was younger yeah. i watched that movie probably 10 times and uh yeah, yeah. And can remember so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a nuclear bomb. That's just an old crapper tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, stupid, stupid, stupid. I know. It's such a stupid fucking movie. Um, There's that guy, the native dude selling s- snakes and sparklers. His yeah. name is Kickin' Wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but snakes and sparklers are the only ones that I like. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. But uh, so anyway, so there's that. Uh, also, apparently... Uh, during this, like, whole, like, f- like Nazi turn for Kanye, uh, he uh, met with Donald Trump. 
And I think a lot of people expected Kanye to ask Trump if Kanye could be his running mate. Mm-hmm. Kanye went to Mar-a-Lago with Nick Fuentes to meet with Trump and asked Trump to be his running mate. Yeah, to be his vice president. Yeah, he has Trump. Apparently Trump to- fucking lost it. Yeah, which is, uh, that's just fucking hysterical to me. Uh, like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, I mean, that is a that is a big dick move. Yeah, to ask the former president to be that, your vice president. That shit rules. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 all the, all the other stuff aside, like, just as, like, an appreciation moment of, like, somebody just, like, you know Donald Trump must have been, like, on the verge of having a fucking embolism. Like, that, yeah. there, there's no way that he wasn't <laughs> he just, probably, like. He, Donald Trump probably came closer to dying from that than he did when he got COVID. <laughs> like, Sputteringly. Do you remember that? Oh, man, it was, we were so close. Oh, yeah. Because he was, oh, he that, was down bad with COVID. He was sick. Yeah, and everybody was kind of like, yeah, like that okay. was like the funniest twenty four hours on Twitter. Oh, it was so. I'm sure it was. I don't remember, but I'm sure it was good. Yeah, it was amazing, dude. It was so fucking good because like it went from he's positive to COVID for he is being hospitalized within yeah. like one hour. Yeah, <laughs> and at the same time, like either shortly before, actually, well, let's be honest, shortly before and shortly after, uh, Jair Bolsonaro had the same thing. Where he was yeah, like, he got like COVID, like, mold, and he was like, there's mold in my lungs. I don't have COVID, <laughs> it's just I have mold growing in my lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what? How, like, what the fuck? Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, there was that. And then, um, and then this tumultuous, you know, month for Kanye West culminates in his appearance uh, on Thursday on InfoWars, where Alex Jones, this was the only time I've ever seen Alex Jones get, like, flustered. Like, yeah. To be fair, I only watched clips. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, I only but saw like, clips too. But like Alex Jones could not control Kanye, and like Alex Jones would just straight up be like, "Listen, yeah. well, listen here, we're not uh, trying to, we're not trying to say that Nazism or Hitler is good." And then Kanye would just be like, "I like Hitler." <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. We need. Yeah, he's like, we need to stop. Like, we need to stop denigrating Hitler because he did a lot of good stuff. Which is okay. Like, such a tired like. Such a tired and bullshit and like no. like pointless argument in that every you hear so many people make it like especially when they're like you know maybe like seventeen eighteen and they're like just starting to be like sort of free thinking like adults and they're like you know maybe like it can be good to have a revisionist take on literally anything and like you know you so you get like well you know you have to commend him he was a great public speaker and did a lot of good to reform the economy it's like nah man like he was really good at taking math right yeah he was <laughs> yeah, he was really good at fucking his cousin like yeah, yeah. sure but like, <laughs> it's it's just such a, it's it's the the opposite of a hot take at this point yeah and it's like yeah i whatever i'm sure you can find some like marginally uh commendable thing about almost anybody but yeah. is it worth the discussion or like the the fucking because it's so clearly detracting from what needs to be like the the main takeaway about yeah. someone like Adolf Hitler, which is that he was like the worst. You yeah. know, <laughs> like there's no there's no point in like sitting and mincing words about like, well, you know, I heard that he uh, had an, a really cool coin collect. Like, who gives a shit? You know? Yeah. yeah. Nope, but Kanye is like a forty-something-year-old man. Um, yeah, who's like just now having his yeah. like, I just smoked weed for the first time. Turn. Like you guys ever think about what if what if bad was good? Like it's yeah. like all right, yeah, yeah, man, sure. Let's <laughs> let's give this guy a platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's so it's just, it's amazing. Uh, but uh, yeah. So he just goes on there, and one of the thing he was doing this bit constantly in the show too, where so first of all he was just wearing a hood over his face, like covered. His face was completely covered. Yeah, and so he's kind of muffled the whole time, and then he also like. 
he was doing this Elmo voice when he was making fun of uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, which, <laughs> to be fair, fuck Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, He's yeah. He's a fucking not, fascist. Not great. Um, But, like, so Kanye was doing an Elmo voice, and he was holding a net, and he had a bottle of Yoohoo. Netanyahu. Oh! <laughs> and that was... <laughs> and that was, like, that. his... That was his Netanyahu bit, and he was doing oh my like God. an Elmo voice. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's so funny. I, I'm sorry, but that's hysterical, <laughs> and I don't want to yeah. say any. I don't want this to be like the say anything good about Kanye moment because yeah. I just went off on that whole thing about how like you know at a certain yeah. point why well, say good things about bad people, but like yeah. the net and the yoohoo is pretty fucking fun. Yeah, that's like, I know. That's like a, that's like like a, a carrot top level like prop comedy. Yes, yeah, moment it's just like deranged. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. That's so yeah. fucking bad. Yep. <laughs> i'm sorry but i'm tickled pink by net and you i know and then imagine like and then like imagine you're like the company you who and you're catching like one of the biggest strays of all time yeah oh you're my god it's like no nah. <laughs> it's like ah fuck why do you have to choose us yeah <laughs> somebody at some obscure like fishing net company who like recognized their product is just like thank god man because thank god we don't put our logo <laughs> thank on. god they didn't zoom in on the fucking handle yeah, <laughs> yeah. but then you who's just like oh, oh god oh jeez. Okay. listen we already weren't doing super well i'm gonna be honest yeah. the uh chocolate water mark has not <laughs> been uh chocolate water market rather has yeah. not been booming going downhill yeah about we, 40 years now you who is you who's on its last legs let's be yeah. honest there's not I, I only know one person that regularly drinks it and that's my roommate <laughs> i was gonna say i you don't even have to tell me i fucking i know it's him <laughs> yeah you know yeah. sitting there eating like eight snack packs of pretzels and fucking crushing you who yeah dude just i mean you who's fine but it's literally it's chocolate water it's like wouldn't you rather if you're gonna have a chocolate yeah. beverage Get yourself some fucking Nesquik powder. Mm. Get yourself a little milk or, you know, in my case, a little almond milk, a little milk substitute. And yeah. toss some of that fucking Nesquik in there. Or Ovaltine. Fuck it. Get some Ovaltine. That shit's delicious. Yeah. Or some Ubet. Oh, yeah. Ubet chocolate syrup is fantastic. And that's yeah, what you make the original you egg cream. Use for egg cream. It's like yeah. a real egg cream has to have We don't do those up here. That's not, a, that's not a mass thing, but I've heard about egg creams. Yeah. I've had them before. I've made them myself. Yeah, I bet you have. That seems like something you would make. Yeah, I've done it with coffee syrup too. I did like a like a coffee, coffee you bet. It's a very Rhode Island take on it. Did you ever? I don't remember. Did you ever get the Cincinnati chili? Oh yeah, I I actually like it. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. yeah so, anyway. so so Kanye imploding. He's running for president. Yeah. I mean, I, he might have my vote. I mean, I did like that Tim Pool, uh, he had made a tweet that said, man, uh, Kanye might actually win this thing. And then the, the InfoWars appearance came out, and he goes, yeah, I said that before the most recent comments. Yeah. Where where Kanye was straight up like, Nazism is good. I like Hitler. Yeah. Everybody needs to stop being so mean to my boy Adolf Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so yeah, so that's uh, Kanye's. Uh, that's keeping up with Kanye. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's 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 just such a garbage fire nonstop now. Like, yeah. I remember a year ago, you and I laughing at like the Skeet Davidson thing, and then it's just the downhill. Oh, from dude, that there. wasn't even a year ago. That was less than a year ago. Was that, that really? Happened. Yeah. That was like last spring. Oh my god. Um. 
Yeah, yeah, the Skeet Davidson, I'm sorry, the Skeet Davidson stuff, critical support for Kanye on that one, because that was funny as hell. Yeah, that, sh- that <laughs> shit was great, but he's, he's man, it just, he's he's gone and gone and gone off the deep end. He, you he keep thinking he's, new deep people end. keep saying, like, Kanye's finally lost it, and then he'll just do some, like, even more depraved shit. Like, he's yeah. going to just kill somebody next. Like, <laughs> Kanye is definitely going to commit murder, and, uh, you know, whose fault is that going to be? Us, his adoring fans? Yeah. Well, you know, we're or not Kim. adoring fans. <laughs> if Kim just hadn't divorced him. Right, yeah, if only she'd taken happened. one for the team. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's all you know, right. anyway. Yep. So anyway, that's Kanye. I just pulled up at the car, I spent a half a meal like fuck it. Thought he was a real one, but he wasn't, so it's fuck him. I, I just pulled a six in a one liter, I'm like fuck it. If I let your bitch come get me head, then that bitch lucky. Uh, what you doing? I'm drinking dirty, I'm riding dirty. She got on no panties, but I'm in the hurry. Permit to see what code in when I get thirsty. I told all my niggas I got them, don't worry. I fucked up 200,000 on jewelry. Hey, 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 hey. fuck it, fuck it. For granted, no. the realest nigga in this shit right here. Please don't panic. I just pulled up at the car, I spent a half a meal like fuck it. Thought he was a real one, but he wasn't, so it's fuck him. I, I just pulled a six in a one liter, I'm like fuck it. If I let your bitch come get me head, then that bitch lucky. Uh. What you doing? I'm drinking dirty, I'm riding dirty. She got on no panties, but I'm in the hair and permit this. Yeah. So now the other thing that I want to talk about today. In much greater detail. And, you know, initially, I wasn't going to do an episode about this. But uh, Cam texted me the other day. He was like, hey, I need more time for my episodes. And so I literally spent, like, maybe only, like, an hour and a half writing this today. Which is probably the least amount of work I've done on an episode in a while. Because I was able to mostly write about this stream of consciously. Um, yeah, but I think we're trying to, too, like... Um we kind of talked about this, and yeah. if this proves to not be true, then I'll just uh, not put this in the episode. But I uh, think we're, I think we're kind of trying to like even on week because a I think the the episodes that we do that are super researched, so like the one that I'm doing right now, you know, I mentioned it last week is on the continuation of the Gallic Wars, which Julius Caesar, which is it's going to be a fucking awesome episode. Yeah. Um, we're trying to a like have the research episodes be more, you know, in depth and like really take our time to make them great, but then also like when when we don't have one of those prepared like just still get together and talk and make episodes so that our release schedule is not so sporadic um because i have a lot of fun doing these silly ones also and yeah so not silly but you know what i'm trying to say like stuff that's not quite as uh rigorous um yep because it's like you know we want to put out more episodes and yeah. So give us feedback if you guys like that idea that there will be more lu overall but you know, rather than like just skip weeks when we don't have something ready. Yeah. Or if you don't like that, I guess let us know too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Let, let us know. <laughs> uh. But uh. For right now, 
I want to talk about the collapse of FTX. Yeah. And it's a wunderkind uh, Sam Bankman freed, uh, or, you know, Sam Bankman fraud, as he's turned out to be. Um, although uh, I, I won't go too in depth into it. You know, we've got like, you know, maybe like half an hour or so. Um, and because really, like, basically every left podcast has already, and I'm sure there will be more deep dives into it. Um, However, I personally find it extremely funny, <laughs> so I do want yeah. to talk about it a bit. And I, I'm I'm actually really interested in this because I my brain doesn't function mm. on a level that can really comprehend crypto, and I've had yeah. people try to explain it to me a million times. And like to me, it always just sounds like a pretty obvious scam, but obviously there's some deeper level to it that some people find there actually isn't it is just a scam cool (laughs) so maybe maybe i do get crypto and it's all you fucking freaks out there that don't get it yeah that are buying it like Um, no dude it's going to decentralize uh and it's going to democratize you know the the finance industry it's like no it's not you fucking moron i think Uh, we need to just go back to hack silver and just be like money is what i can take from you yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's that'll democratize it yeah all right, so anyway, you know, obviously crypto, it's a hot topic these last few years. And uh, my complete hatred of it really stems back to the explosion of around like 2015-2016 uh, when suddenly it was impossible to buy computer graphics cards. Uh, although I was lucky enough to buy a GeForce GTX 1070 for about $350 before they ballooned in price to $1,000 each around, I believe, the summer of 2016. You dirty slut. That was like the big explosion. Then, like at that point, dude, like I remember seeing on Amazon six packs of 1070s being sold for six thousand dollars. Jesus, six packs. You can buy six pack of graphic cards, dude. <clears throat> um, I'd rather have a six pack of cold brewskis. Am I right? <clears throat> hell yeah, brother. Uh, so it was uh, also around this time that I remember seeing posts on like Facebook. Yeah, where people were encouraging others to speculate on crypto with credit cards and just uh. You know, good God, that was about the moment I realized how much of a scam it was. I had right. a feeling already that it was, but once you get to the point where people are encouraging other people to do things over Facebook statuses, you know it's too late to buy Not in. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, you've missed, you've missed the boat on that. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's speculating with a credit card, speculating on credit. That's just, like, about the dumbest shit yeah. imaginable. Now, I don't really know how any of that shit works, but yeah, sounds stupid to me. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, uh, to me, it sounds like about as about as rock solid as like sending that Nigerian prince five hundred dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. not a good idea. Uh, so and you know, with crypto, there isn't a- like any actual commodity or good that crypto provides or represents. Uh, it's completely valueless and entirely speculative and also extremely stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, entire- and did, did we mention it's dumb? <laughs> yeah. Like, the entire notion that you can have that much money floating around and it not be entirely corrupted by hedge funds and banks is credulous to the point of gullibility. Uh, you are a mark and a rube if you believed <laughs> that you could have decentralized trading without big money players getting involved. And those players have access to analytics and quantitative analysis that the average person just does not have. Mm -hmm. Like, so, uh, you know, and I also like to think back to the docuseries on HBO, The Anarchists, 
which was about these like moron right-wing anarchists that worshipped Ayn Rand and started an <laughs> anarcho-capitalist community in Acapulco, Mexico, Yeah, that quickly descended into cartel murders and everyone scamming each other on crypto. Yeah, that like, rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, yeah, that series was hysterical, and uh, it also, um, you know, left-wing anarchists caught some strays from that, which I also appreciated. So, <laughs> just from a you know, being uh, compared to them unfavorably, which they should. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, to FTX. Now, FTX is a cryptocurrency exchange service, a service that ostensibly is just there to make exchanges between different coins. And it was founded by Sam Bankman-Fried, usually known as SBF, which I will mainly call him from now on. So <laughs> SBF is 30 years old and, until the last month or so, was worth personally around $10 billion with a B and at one point was closer to $30 billion. Hell yeah. Uh, he is the son of law professors at Stanford and himself graduated from MIT. So fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <you> know, he, <laughs> he briefly worked as a financial trader and is a proponent of something called effective altruism, uh, which is basically a grift by the ultra-wealthy to convince rubes that they should own all the wealth on the planet because they, i.e. the ultra-wealthy, um, uh, can make better use of it than government entities. Uh, this is basically just like rationalism like taken to like its logical extreme where actually it's a good thing that um, you know such a small amount of people are able to uh, uh, hoard all the wealth because don't worry, we'll totally give it away. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's. I mean, there you can see there's so much historical context for this not being like a functional approach. I mean, look at okay, the a really obvious one is like ancient Rome, right? Where there are all these really big obvious projects that were the direct result of of this sort of uh, what did we call it altruism, effective, effective altruism. altruism. Um, for example, right, like the Pantheon in Rome, right? It literally says on it in big letters, fucking Marcus Agrippa built this. And that's mm-hmm. personal money, and it's great. And it's this li- literal monument to, you know, him building something, like, for the people. But so much of that stuff, all of that stuff, really, it wasn't really for the people. I mean, so when you would see, like, Romans building, like, oh, I'm going to fund this new road uh, between the city and the local port. It's like, cool, how much you want to bet that dude owns a farm and owns a trading business? Like, it's... Yeah. So anytime... It's, it's it's yeah, us little people might, like, benefit peripherally from some of the moves that, that super rich people do, but it's it's always for themselves. There's yeah. no such thing as, like, true altruism when it comes to these fucking assholes. It's and always just to amass more and more wealth. That's the whole point. Yeah, and also, I mean, like, uh, like donations to charitable organizations are oftentimes just used to fucking launder money. Yeah, or, like, I mean, at, or as, like, at best, they're payments. a tax write-off. At best, yeah, they're yeah. a tax write-off. Um, and at yeah. worst, it's, yeah, at worst, it's, like, you're funneling stuff into organizations that you secretly either, you know, yourself direct or whatever. I mean, it's, it's look at, yeah, look it's, at like, Trump University. Look at fucking, uh, fucking Brett Favre, who just defrauded all the fucking yeah. pensioners in fucking Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, rich people be doing shady shit yeah. all the time. I mean, like, yeah, or, like, the Bill Gates Foundation – Bill Gates retired. Bill and Melinda from, Gates. Bill Gates retired from fucking Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, became a full time uh, th- philanthropist and doubled his personal wealth doing mm-hmm. it. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he really gives a shit. Uh, yeah. And like Jeff Bezos has like uh, claimed that he will donate the majority of his wealth. Um, I'm sure it will be in a way that he's able to keep it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's all bullshit. 
Right. There and are so, there are tricks. These are these are tricky little goblins. All of yeah. them. You don't get that rich by being a fucking dummy, and you don't get that rich by not having like fucking killer instinct. Right. Yeah, you, like I'm not become, poor because like I'm poor because I don't have the fucking eye of the tiger. Okay. I don't see you know Evan over there and think how can I fucking defraud him and fuck his life up to get some of what he's got. That and you also don't have like the personal connections. Like you know what I mean. Like you trying like, to say I, I don't. You trying to say I don't have friends, dude? You have friends, but you don't have, like, friends at the Washington Post or the New York Times. You don't know that. Who can just, like, launder your image. You're not my only friend, dude. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so SPF had pledged to donate a huge amount of his wealth to charitable organizations of his choosing, uh, which is, like I said, just a way to launder wealth. And um, effective altruism is a big thing in the reindeer world of tech entrepreneurs. Like, all these sickos are into effective altruism. Like, uh... You know, in the same way that, like, you know, you have, like, Elon Musk, who's, like, obsessed with, uh, you know, like, declining populations, and that's why, like, he pays his employees to, like, give birth to his kids and shit like that, just planting, like, little, like, Elon monsters Wait, what? all over. Yeah, you didn't know about this? He has, like, surrogate, he, he pays yeah. his employees to be surrogates for him? Yeah, there was, uh, it came out that he had twins through, sur- like, uh, through, like, uh, I think it was, like, artificial insemination or something. With, Turkey like, baster method? Uh, What's that? The turkey baster method? Turkey baster method, yeah. Oh, uh, with, like, one of his, like, other, like, uh, uh, I think some, like, high-up woman. I can't remember if it was at SpaceX or, or Tesla or something like that. Hmm. But, like, one of his, like, high-up executives. That's... And then, you know, he tried to buy a hand job with a horse that one time. With a horse? Yeah, yeah you didn't hear about this either? He, he like, uh, there's, like, a... No, I don't hear about anything, man. I So he has, like, a private jet where he has, like, masseuses on it. And, like, in a very... Jeffrey Epstein sort of thing. He uh, tried to get the masseuse to, like, jerk him off. Okay. Uh, and when she was, like, upset, he, like, offered to buy her a horse uh, in order to keep her quiet That's about super it. lame. It's like, why not just, just offer the cash, dude, honestly? Yeah. Because once you have a horse, like, then you got to fucking take care of a horse. Yeah. Well, she... Re- uh, can you stop crinkling that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can hear it. Yeah, I didn't even realize I was doing it. <laughs> I have a problem, man. Yeah, my hands just do their do their own thing. Yep. Um, uh, idle hands are the devil's plaything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So you know, so it's a big thing in the tech world. Yeah. Um, and now at this point, before we go further, I do want to say that by no means am I an expert on crypto or, or any of the stupid shit. I just find it very funny uh, that these losers fucked up this badly. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I just like to read about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so before FTX, SBF founded what's called Alameda Research, which was a quantitative analysis and trading firm traded in crypto. Um, and, you know, that was their whole thing. So after this, SBF founded FTX, a crypto exchange firm that had their own crypto token called FTT. Uh, so he owns these two companies as founder and is also the CEO of the second company, the crypto exchange, FTX. Notably, Alameda Research was not exempt from trading in FTT, uh, the in-house token at SBF's other company. It seems like it may be a conflict of interest, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it would have been banned if it was regulated like other securities in the U.S., but not in the deregulated world of crypto. Right. So it doesn't. You can't be like a monopoly or whatever. There's no like. Uh, well, it just, it just creates like we're about to like I'm about to talk about. It creates uh, conflicts of interest. Uh, mm-hmm. So as a matter of fact, SBF straight up did an interview on a podcast called Odd Lots, 
that involved him explaining how yield farming works, and he basically just described a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Uh, he likened FTX to a box that people put money in, and the more people put into the box, the more value it holds, and therefore it will attract more people while yielding massive dividends for those that already put money in. Right. You put money in, it gets more people to put money in, and therefore your money is worth more. This is a Ponzi scheme. Right. Uh, this was so blatant that one of the co-hosts even cuts him off by saying, a description of FTX this cynical just sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, to make matters even worse, SBF made a series of really bad bets through Alameda Research that resulted in massive losses. And to try and offset these losses, it appears as though he used customer funds in FTX after building in a backdoor allowing him access to those funds in order to fund more bets through Alameda that also failed. So this is the part where it's the conflict of interest and why it would not be legal in like the rest of the financial world. If you have somebody that's trans that's uh so you have FTX, which people are putting money in to exchange to other cryptocurrencies, but the founder of FTX owns a company that trades in cryptocurrencies he can then take customers' money and use that to fund bets with his other company. Yeah, it's okay. It seems so like obvious that like this is what I'm saying. Like whenever people describe this stuff to me, it's like I'm dumb, right? And there are alarm bells going off in my mm. head, and it's just like this right. sounds like obvious bullshit. And maybe it's just because like you know you're actually sitting here like spelling it out for me. But how do people not? Okay, well, do more uh, pe- do people realize that this is like a fucking scheme but they're like okay, I might get in early enough and get out fast enough that I still make a lot of money. Yeah. But so they don't care. I I don't know. Yeah, so let me put it like this. I recently had a, a situation where a friend of mine uh he's like uh you know, a friend of my roommate, but a friend of mine as well. And uh he was trying to talk to my roommate about, you know, that he was approached by one of his other friends to uh put a bunch of money into crypto. This was like 2 3 months ago maybe. Yeah. Um, cause like he's got like a lot of money saved up and he was, uh, considering putting in more money than I even have in my savings account. Right. And cause you know, he's like, I don't know, he lived at home. So he was able to save up a lot of money. And, um, he said that his friend was trying to convince him to, uh, invest. I'm not exactly sure what the crypto was, but like a pretty good amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, I was like, man, you know, trying to explain like all this stuff to him. And then he says, well, you know, the thing is my friend's got a lot of money already invested in this so like i trust him you know uh, you know so i think that's a good thing right that like if he's invested in it then i should be comfortable and i was like dude that should make you uncomfortable yeah like if somebody in like something like crypto if they have a bunch of money tied up into it they might be trying to get you to invest so that they can get their money out yeah (laughs) like you know what i mean like the only way that these things have value is by more people putting it in so he might just try to be trying to get you like get you caught holding the bag you know what i'm saying yeah um and i was like so that should that should worry you that he's invested in that oh and so here's the thing like sbf he straight up stole people's money through ftx to fund what appears to be a gambling addiction through alameda Mm -hmm. you know uh this all allegedly um Again, this is a massive conflict of interest to be the owner and CEO of an exchange service that holds other people's money and then use that money and tokens from that company to trade through a different company that you own. It's just flat out theft and SPF is a right. fraud. Like this is just clear fraud, like just defrauding people. And now yeah, to make a things scumbag. 
Yeah. And now to make things even fucking crazier. So SBF apparently lived in like a $40 million townhouse in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. where, by the way, FTX was located. Uh, so they, they, they like FTX used to be located in Hong Kong and then they moved it to the Bahamas. And uh, generally speaking, if a company is in the Bahamas, you know, you use that a lot for shell corporations or, you know, you're somehow trying to like launder or hide money. <laughs> and, you know, Bahamas generally have like pretty lax financial regulations. And so you really shouldn't trust somebody whose company is in the Bahamas with your money. Um, so it's housed in the Bahamas. And, uh, and there's this townhouse uh, that SBF lived in, a $40 million townhouse with nine other people, including the CEO of Alameda, this, this lady, Christine Ellison. And to make matters worse, it seemingly may have been a huge like 10-person polycule. Jesus. So, like, these people are all, like, hopped up on amphetamines, barely sleeping, uh, allegedly stealing people's money, and all fucking each other. Dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> and this, Just like, big, 40... sweaty fucking nerd orgies. Yeah, and, like, of, like, effective altruists and all these, like, tech freaks. And, um, and these people were fucking hopped up. If you watch interviews of SBF, especially prior to, you know, this last month, like, he is fucking twitching and moving uncontrollably, talking a mile a minute. He's, like, yeah. not sleeping at all. And, um, you know, he's just, like, a teetotaler vegan that just fucking, like, eats Adderall, like, yeah. out of a bowl. And, like, like, and so this, like, so the guy who's, like... It's like a hard candy, candy bowl on his chest. Yeah, yeah, there's a fucking communal bowl of Adderall. When you're done, like, fucking each other, you just grab another handful and go at it. Fucking, uh... Oh, my God. Like, so this, this dude's, like, handling tens of billions of dollars, and he's fucked up on no sleep and all Adderall. And, uh, he's also notoriously sloppy looking. He has, like, big curly hair. Dresses sloppily, even in formal settings, and also, like, famously has, like, these pictures that he got taken where, like, he clearly, like, shaved that morning and just, like, it must have been so fucked up that he, like, missed a bunch of stuff under his nose. And so, like, he just has, like, random patches of facial hair under his nose and then, like, shaved everywhere else. Like, he's just, like, a, like a schlummy-looking guy. Like, he, like... Yeah, he looks... Dude, he looks like... He looks like he smells. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude like, looks he like just he dresses in bad. mismatched clothes... Uh, even when he's like at like formal like functions and shit, he looks like um, he looks like he like doesn't even try to shake the last drop off when he pisses, and his underwear just smells like piss. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like yeah. He's just uh, like I'll just let it soak into my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah, he's just like a very gross looking guy. Like he looks, he looks like he's like he looks I'm like a him up fucking. Right now. Yeah, he looks like a gross college kid, basically. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he sucks so bad. Yeah, look at this fucking guy. Yeah, and he yeah, he's very twitchy when he when he's like doing interviews and shit. Sent her from heaven, but she fine as hell. Bad. I'm sending strong to five states, man. I 
I just broke my scale. Oh. Look, cuz just called a murder charge and I just post his bail. Yeah. Doing donuts in the robbery, I'm a major player. <laughs> Sent bags to the hood and to the ops, I sent some shells. Yeah. Never talk on the phone and never leave a paper trail. Super bad bitch with a body like Buffy. Whoa. Went to see my jeweler, spent a million like it's nothing. I got on too much ice, she caught the flu when she fucked me. Uh. Plain giant Richard Mill, I told my jeweler, bust it. Cash out if I want it. The money got blood all on it. The money got blood all on it. Yeah, the money got blood all on it. Bad bitch with me on it. But anyway, so of course, uh, celebrities were coming out of the woodwork, uh, like hawking these cryptos to the average consumer. And, uh, you know, you got like Tom Brady, Larry David, Matt Damon, Jimmy Fallon, I believe Reese Witherspoon did as well. Like, these people had taken huge payments to, oh, fucking uh, uh, Spike Lee did. Like, mm-hmm. these people had just taken huge payments to hawk the shady financial industry to normal working people. And this was no uh, no more on display than at the Super Bowl this past year, where like 75% of the ads or something were for crypto, including an FTX ad featuring Larry David, which is even more funny now in hindsight that Larry David hawked the crypto exchange that would, in less than a year, lose everyone's money. That's so funny. Yeah, very Larry David. But instead of putting the music in, I just figured I would I would acapella it. Yep, you should still put the music in. So FTX was even the official cryptocurrency exchange of the MLB umpires, having bought the rights to a patch for the umps to wear on their uniforms. The official cryptocurrency exchange of the MLB Umpires Association, <laughs> FTX. And they had the patches on this past fucking summer, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so among the, the insane business practices of FTX and Alameda, some customers had made deposits for FTX and to Alameda-controlled accounts totaling $5 billion. Guess where this money is? Gone. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> SBF claims he has no idea where this money went. Like, dude... Okay, so according to a recent article by the Wall Street Journal, Mr. Bankman-Fried's remarks suggest that FTX customer funds flowing into Alameda bank accounts could have been recorded in two places, both as FTX customer funds and as a part of Alameda's trading positions. Such double counting would have created a huge hole in FTX's and Alameda's balance sheets with assets uh, that weren't really there. Mr. Brakeman-Fried denied that double-counting affected FTX financials, but acknowledged that Alameda's liabilities might not have been fully recorded. Oh, guess what? <laughs> Alameda didn't even have a finance department. Love it. They Their fucking balance sheet I was written into a, uh, like a, like a spreadsheet in Excel with just, like, personal notes in it. Like, like not, like, functions. It wasn't, like, put together like a balance sheet. It was just, uh, we owe this much money, there's some money here, and then, like, a little note from SBF and it's just like dude like what the fuck is going on here dude that is that is they so didn't funny. have a fu- a fucking how do you how do you have a company that's firm. theoretically worth that much fucking money and just not have a like, financial trading firm a firm that trades money didn't have a finance department yeah that's that's hysterical I love that. As a matter of fact, nobody even knows how many people worked at either company or what the structure was even like. Yeah. And this dude's getting cushy fucking interviews and shit like the Wall Street Journal and New York Times and the Washington Post. He's fucking like in Forbes and shit like that. He's called like one of the. He was called the new J.P. Morgan. Like you know what I'm saying? Fuck, because he's like constantly like bailing out other like cryptos and shit. That's dude. That's so awesome. 
Like, they, they were pumping him up. And, you know, he's probably not even going to go to fucking jail because I'm sure he was laundering money for people. And, yeah. like, powerful people that don't want to see him, you know, go down like that. So, anyways, all of this came to a head a month ago when FTX was having a liquidity crisis. And rival firm Binance decided to sign a non-binding agreement to buy FTX in order to bail them out. Now, the funny thing between Binance and FTX, Binance is run by this dude, uh, Chung Peng Xiao, who is usually just called CZ. And uh, he and SBF have like a kind of like a like a rivalry. SBF is he wants some regulation in crypto and CZ wants absolutely none. Yeah. And so the two are always taking the piss out of each other. And so, you know, FTX is having like a liquidity crisis. So uh, Binance orders to buy them in order to bail them out. Okay. But it's a non-binding agreement, which Elon should maybe uh, learn something about. (laughs) 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 And and I I have a feeling CZ just did because he really wanted to see the books. Um, And so that's why it's non-binding. And so once he got a look at the books, the jig was up. FTX only owned about $900 in assets compared to about $9 in liabilities. Right. And just to put into perspective, like the difference between a million and a billion is so vast like well, i feel like we billion. talk so much about billions these days mm-hmm. that people have like a, a flimsy grasp of how much a billion is well here's the difference between a billion and a million it's about a billion yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like about a billion dollars yeah um so like my god and so once word of this got out there was a bank run on ftx like a classic like like Great Depression bank run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, where customers want to get their money out of there as soon or, as possible. Or like for the seasonal folks who are interested mm-hmm. in it right now, uh, it, It's a Wonderful Life, if you've yeah. seen that film. Uh, there's a there's a bank run in that. Yeah. And like, uh, and one day, SBF's uh, assets drop from $10 billion to about $990 million, Jeez. Which is, you know, it's about like a, a over a 90% drop in wealth. Um. Uh, now uh, he's considered to have no material wealth. I mean, he's obviously <laughs> got a townhouse and stuff Damn, like that. Damn, I got more money than Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. I mean, he could probably liquidate some assets, you know, like his townhouse yeah. and everything like that. But yeah, right now he's considered to have basically no material wealth. Uh, at one point, he had $26 billion. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Yeah. And so once... So yeah, uh, of course, uh, FTX got to a point where they couldn't give everyone their money back because they had... Stolen it and lost it, yeah. trading with Alameda. The money's gone. They're like, yeah. Sorry, dude, I got really fucked up, and uh, I was on a three-day bender of amphetamines and polycule sex, <laughs> and uh, I accidentally uh, traded the money away on fucking Cumcoin or something, you know what I'm saying? Cumcoin. Like- <laughs> oh, my God. Doge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So he used all of that money to fund his terrible amphetamine-induced trades uh, that went belly up. And so, with an $8 billion shortfall, FTX had to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which has sent shockwaves through the crypto world and destabilized other cryptos, uh, which weren't exactly stable to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, the margin, posi- margin position of Alameda, which is basically how many funds it had borrowed from the exchange, was in the billions, according to SBF. Alameda traded so heavily on FTX that it also sometimes benefited when FTX customers lost money. A huge conflict of interest. And that's the thing. This, like, crypto trading is a zero-sum game. There is no commodity being sold as it is entirely speculative. For one person to make money, another person has to lose money. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like cryptocurrencies aren't currencies. 
Like, nobody uses them as currency. They use them for speculative trading. Exactly, right. So, like, yeah. what they... They're not used... Exactly, whatever. You yeah. already said it. There's nothing yeah. for me to add. But, yeah, yeah it's... it's it, right. It's, they're all get-rich-quick schemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, then you have, like, that fucking idiot. Which, uh, surprisingly, he's been pretty quiet these last six months or so. Nayib Bukele, the, uh, the president of El Salvador, who, like, has just spent hundreds of millions of his country's money on Bitcoin... Always talking about buying the dip. Like I remember, he bought a bunch of Bitcoin right before the huge, huge, huge drop. But yeah. there had been a dip, and he bought like a bunch of Bitcoin for like thirty thousand dollars each. the The price today of Bitcoin is like seventeen thousand. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's never coming back up yeah. to, to where it used to be. Like I think I think the 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 jig is up for uh, uh, crypto. It really seems like, and uh, but yeah. So according to a recent Forbes article, um. Alameda was run by Miss Ellison, uh, but Mr. Bankman-Fried was also involved, contributing to the decision-making on big trades, a person familiar with the company's inner working said. At times, there did not appear to be much of a firewall between the businesses. Alameda was supposed to operate out of a separate office, but a guest who visited FTX's complex in recent months said Miss Ellison had been sitting within view of computers displaying the exchange's trading data. So the CEO of a different company, mm-hmm. which trades in, in crypto... And she's just, like, being given this kind of access yeah. to FTX. In addition, Mr. Bankman-Fried and Miss Ellison, uh, in addition to them, the circle of executives running the crypto operation in the Bahamas included Nishad Singh, FTX's director of engineering, mm-hmm, Gary Wong, the, ex- uh, the exchange's chief technology officer, and Ramnik Arora, the head of product. Mr. Bankman-Fried moved FTX to the Bahamas in 2021, Drawn by a regulatory setup that allowed them to offer risky trading options that weren't legal in the U.S. Hmm. On the exchange, investors could borrow money to make big bets on the future value of cryptos, cryptocurrencies. Uh, he lived in a five-bedroom penthouse in the Albany Resort's Orchid Building with Miss Ellison, Mr. Singh, Mr. Wong, and six others. Mr. Bankman Fried and Miss Ellison were at times romantically involved, two people said. Mm. Um, and you've almost assuredly seen her picture around. She's... Yeah, that's she looks like a child. Yeah. Like a little child. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess they were made for each other. Yeah. That must have been some odd smelling <clears throat> sex. Yeah, so anyway, you know, Caroline Ellison, Bankman Fried, all these people, they're just in like in a polycule. <laughs> so so this is just completely like mental. Yeah. Uh these people are amphetamine addicts, all hopped up in a penthouse in the Bahamas, banging each other and stealing people's money. It's just absolutely nuts. Allegedly. So there's a lot more to the story, but this is the gist of it. Uh, I do have a uh, sort of a sneaking suspicion. Well, I mean, I know that crypto is used to launder money, but I also have like a sneaking suspicion that maybe this is uh, maybe some uh, laundering going on in the Russia-Ukraine conflict or some other like, you know, uh, kind of covert operations. And that's why SBF is unlikely to face actual criminal uh, consequences and why the entire cryptosphere is still being propped up. So I also don't know a ton about this and haven't done a lot of research yet, but there is a long list of young crypto players that keep ending up dead in mysterious ways. And while some of that may be because, you know, they're all on fucking meth, so I'm sure they're yeah. having heart attacks at like 30, uh, I do, uh, there's like a huge list, so I do wonder if some of them are being killed to, you know, shut them up about certain things. Yeah, that's, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so much, there's so much funny money involved. Yeah. Folk, folks are getting off for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, 
uh, so there's, I mean, because these people are clearly not, they're like unstable people. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't really like, like they're in <clears throat> over their heads, obviously. Deep. Um. Yeah. Deep. And so, so there's the fact that SBF personally don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you have like people who are in their 20s that are finding themselves in circles with like Warren Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like huge head funds, uh, hedge funds and shit like that. Like, like fucking sharks, like people that will fuck your shit up. Yeah, um, absolutely. So like, like the sharks in the shark tank. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Cuban. Yep. Yep. So anyway, there's uh, there's also the fact that SBF personally donated forty million dollars to Democratic candidates in the midterm elections, uh, but then it just came out literally just this past week that he also donated like another forty million in dark money to Republican donations. Dude, what is the deal with that? Like, uh, I've never understood. So many of these millionaires just like fund both sides, like because no just what to win. like gar- curry favor. Yeah, no matter what they win. Yeah, you had your bets. <laughs> yeah. You've just got enough money that you're like, I'll give money to both people, so they uh, they no both owe me favors. I get what I want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Oof. like, but the thing is, he clearly wanted to like come off a certain way as donating to Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was donating just the same amount, but just in dark money to Republicans. Interesting. Uh, at one point, he claimed that he was going to donate a billion dollars in the 2024 presidential election, mm-hmm. and later on said, Yeah, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, which is kind of like a theme with him. Uh, where he says things that he really shouldn't a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. Kind of, uh, you know, writes che- checks with his mouth that he can't really cash, um, which he actually can't cash any check right now because he's broke. Um, but, but uh, you know, so obviously he's just trying to buy off politicians to help in his crypto scam. Yeah. Uh, he even got former President Bill Clinton to argue for soft regulations on crypto, which is hysterical. Uh, I wonder if Bill Clinton even knew what he was saying. Uh, so... And really, there's just so many good details about F- SBF. He was like in a video conference meeting with, if I recall correctly, Sequoia Capital, trying to get new loans for his companies. And they realized while he was asking for billions of dollars that he was also at the same time playing League of Legends in the meeting because he kept looking over yeah. at something. And they actually thought this was a good thing. <laughs> like everything he did was portrayed in this like savant style like his sloppiness was almost a boon because it showed that his results were so spectacular that it didn't matter that he didn't look or fit the part you know what i mean right yeah results that are so over the top that like you can excuse him not you know uh you know uh in- engaging in normal hygiene and stuff like that <laughs> uh or you know clothes that weren't schl- like schlubby um <laughs> So in the end, uh, SBF, Sam Bakeman fraud, is a fraud and stole billions of dollars of customer money. And while I think that would be fine and good if it was only like hedge funds and bank money, uh, the unfortunate truth is that this number also includes the normal working people that got suckered into crypto on the promise of making quick money and laundered and sold to them through the shameful celebrities that should take a long look in the mirror on what they did to people. <laughs> that was really good. I liked that. I think you yeah. did a really nice job summing that up. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there like me mm-hmm. who like have been peripherally aware that this is like a thing and then kind yeah. of just like, why though, huh? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, anytime I sit to read about it, my brain is just like, I would rather read about swords. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I appreciated dude, your, your approach. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing is like, I mean, so like I, I've been like very anti-crypto for uh, a long time now. And, um, just because, like, the most annoying people in the world are into it, which means that, like, like, it's mo- like 
I feel like crypto, I think one of my mutuals on Twitter said this, is that crypto is like an attempted genocide on ADIQ dudes who think they're geniuses. <laughs> Which is That's like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're like, the, like the, the most room temperature uh, IQ dumbest bastards you know are super into crypto. You're right. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like the most annoying pricks. And, uh, and you know, it's... um. So uh, for that reason alone, I've really hated it for a while. But like, uh, you you could also tell that it's a fucking, it's a scam. Uh, it's like yeah. an unregulated financial market. And uh, you know, I think this was no more on the, on display than the Super Bowl this last last year. Mm. It was like three quarters of the ads were fucking crypto. And I didn't even point, watch it, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, at that point, when that many ads are for crypto, you should have known that the rug was getting pulled soon. Like they, these big players, the banks, the hedge funds. They knew the bag was going to be caught. Somebody was about to be holding the bag soon. Yeah. And they didn't want it to be them. And so it was like the dot com, uh, like crash, like the Super Bowl right before the dot com crash was like all dot com ads. And then mm. the market crashed. And this is kind of like what that was. So that, that should have been the canary in the coal mine mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Unfortunately, I know people got suckered in after that. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's SBF and F FTX. SBF and FTX. Yeah. And FTT. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, three-letter alphabet soup yep. uh, episode, and I'm not even talking about the CIA. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, that was great, man. Thank you yep. for uh, for throwing that together. That was that was really well done, and I mm -hmm. uh, feel much more confident if anybody asks me about this issue, uh -huh. uh, either... <laughs> Attempting to replicate what you said, or just saying, "Hey, go listen to my podcast." Yeah, just, yeah. Just my smart, handsome co-host did such a nice <laughs> job explaining it all. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's me, the smart, yep. handsome one. I'm the smart one and the handsome one. Yeah, but not, not the, the tall, tall one. one. <laughs> Is that what you said too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I grew real big. <laughs> yeah. Cam grows strong. I grow strong and big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Um, you're, you're my Lenny. <laughs> when are we gonna live off the fat of the land, Evan? <laughs> oh, pet the rabbit, George. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that's funny. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. So uh, I guess next time, uh, next week, we will be uh, concluding the uh, the two episode uh, mini series that you started last January. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> It was either January or February, yeah. Oh, I think and this may have been the one that came out in February because it's yeah, the last yeah. one, yeah. Um, the last Rome one. But yeah, so, I mean, th thankfully, the thing about this and the way I kind of did that one, it's not... It would be good if you went back and listened to that one. Yeah. Uh, I think it's episode 50. Um, and it is the episode where we learn about sort of the rise of Julius Caesar, and it ends with him yep. gearing up to go make his name, and make a name for himself, and do some fighting in Gaul. Um, yeah. So this next episode, we're going to focus in on, we're going to learn a little bit more about what Gaul was like, uh, based on, you know, archaeology and what we know, and then talk a little bit about the, uh, I think it was six years that Caesar spent there. Or, I'm sorry, it was an eight-year campaign. He wrote about six, and then one of his generals yep. wrote about two. Um, yep. They wrote about the nice time they had there genociding the Celtic peoples of Gaul. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, one of the coolest events in human history, and I am excited to talk more about it next week. Yep. And there is no cryptocurrency involved. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I still have more to do. I remember when I started the Mystery Cults, uh, series. I believe I said that was going to be a short series. At this point, it's ballooned so much 
in scope that it may end up being my longest series. <laughs> yeah. Because I have, at the very least, two more episodes, probably, like, you know, three or maybe even four. I don't know. I, I, yeah. This has really started to balloon on me, so I will get back to that. I've just taken a brief break. Um, but, yeah. So. Yeah, we both took a little time to do some fun ones and, and, yeah. and focus on our own personal yeah. lives. I, uh, I also had to wait for some more books to come in. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> I actually had to take. I haven't. I'm just learning how to read now. So, yeah. Cam um, is hooked on phonics. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm using. Uh, I'm using Bob books. That's what I actually what I used when I was little to learn how to read. They were like these little color coded <laughs> picture Bob books. books. I think they were called Bob books. Yeah. Anyway, um, I will. Yeah. Anyway, right, so cool. we got a lot yep. of cool stuff coming up. Uh, and you know what? Oh, we forgot to talk about our Spotify wrap. So we. Looked at our Spotify stats, and we are within the top 15% just on Spotify globally of shared apps, meaning uh, that our whole, like, grassroots word-of-mouth shtick really is a thing. And, um, you know, I know we kind of mentioned this a lot, but once again, we must thank you, our listeners, for continuing to uh, share us with your friends and family members. Our army of thralls. Yeah, yeah, our our sweet, supple listeners for... um, for passing on the 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 word of this like dumb little show that we do like basically just as a reason to have a project together you know what i yep. mean like i just wanted to do something with evan that would stress us both out and like put yep. strain on our relationship i thought we needed that so yeah um now that yeah, we, we need to throw another wrench into <laughs> we, into like an already tumultuous and, like, yeah and into our text thread <laughs> yeah yeah so um <clears throat> Again, like we really appreciate it. That was a really yep. cool thing to see, and uh, uh, a good amount of listeners. Forty countries and 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 um, a lot of hours and and a five hundred percent growth increase from last year. I think some of that is just due to Spotify growing as a podcast platform, but um, still really really cool to see. And yep. uh, so we really appreciate that. And um, we don't give a fuck about your Spotify rap because that's the dumbest shit in the world. So I do. Uh, we hope you. Evan does. Evan wants to hear all about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All right, yeah, anyway, so thank you guys, and uh, just please keep uh, spreading the uh, the good word of left and red, and mm-hmm. uh, I suppose we will see you next time. Yep, next time we'll talk a little bit about Julius Caesar, and uh, yeah. we'll see you then. Yeah, yeah, Bye. yeah, 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 yeah.
G, but the other side was sunny. I get paid to rap on beats. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted you? A lot. Left you out to rap? A lot. How many pray that you flop? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. How many times you got shot? A lot. How many niggas you shot? A lot. How many times did you ride? A lot. How many niggas done died? A lot. How many times did you cheat? A lot. How many times did you lie? A lot. How many times did she leave? A lot. How many times did she cry? A lot. How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thighs? How many faking they streams? Getting they plays from machines. I can see behind the smoking members, niggas ain't really big as they seem. I never say anything. Everybody got their thing. Some niggas make millions, other niggas make memes. I'm on a money routine. I don't want smoke, I want cream. I don't want no more comparisons. This is a marathon, and I'm aware I've been playing a bet from a lack of promotions. I never was one for the bragging and boasting. I guess I was hoping the music would speak for itself, but the people want everything else. Okay, no problem. I show up on every one album. You know what the outcome will be. I'm betting a thousand. It's got to the point that these rappers don't even like rapping with me. Fuck it, come on, nigga. 21 Savage just hit me and told me he sent me a spot on a new record he got. He called it a lot. I open my book and I jot. Paper Takashi, they want in a rap. I picture him inside a cell on a cop, flattening on how he made it to the top. Wondering if it was worth it or not. I pray for my kill cause they fucked up a shot. Just want you to know that you got it, my nigga. Though I never met you, I know that you special. And that the Lord bless you, don't doubt it, my nigga. Dennis Majunior, stay solid, my nigga. I'm on a tangent, not how I planned it. I had some fans that hopped in a band and shit when they thought that I wasn't gon' pan out. I got a plan. They say the success is the greatest revenge. Tell all your friends, call on a mission, submitting the spot is the greatest that did it before it all ends, nigga. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted you? A lot. Left you out to rot? A lot. How many pray that you flop? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. How many times you got shot? A lot. How many niggas you shot? A lot. How many times did you ride? A lot. How many niggas done died? A lot. How many times did you cheat? A lot. How many times did you lie? A lot. How many times did she leave? A lot. How many times did she cry? A lot. How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thighs? A lot.